0: Chapter Two. The next day, Remus has to call out of work. He'd overdone it the day before, he'd already been achy, he really shouldn't have taken that box upstairs, and then when he gets home, he probably should have taken a hot bath with Epsom salts or something to try to mitigate the damage, instead of calling Peter and whining at him for half an hour about how he'd made a fool of himself in front of the cutest guy he's ever seen in his damn life. He takes his meds and spends most of the day on the couch in front of the television, keeping a bunch of fruits and granola bars and stuff on the floor within arm's reach, so that he doesn't have to get up to go to the kitchen for food. There's nothing good on, just a bunch of auction show reruns, but beggars can't be choosers, and his small DVD collection is all the way on the other side of the room. He does manage to drag himself to his bedroom around 9pm, Sleeping in his bed is definitely a better idea than sleeping on the couch. Problem is, without a TV to distract him, it's very hard to keep his thoughts from straying to Sirius. It's not long before he gives up completely and lets himself get lost in a daydream that's so soppy he's almost embarrassed. He figures it's safe enough, though. Chances are very good that he's never going to see Sirius again. The is closed the next day, and even though he's feeling better by the time he wakes up in the morning, he decides to stay home again. He has an unfortunate tendency to push himself too hard and make himself feel worse as soon as he starts to feel better, and he decides that for once he's not going to do that. He texts Peter to see if he wants to come over and watch Planet Earth, but Peter texts back apologetically that he switched shifts with the co-worker, so Remus spends most of the day watching horror movies alone. Maybe his life is kind of sad and boring, so sue him. By the time Monday rolls around, he's pretty much excited to go back to work. He even gets there early enough that he has time to grab a coffee from the cafe a few doors down. After he's opened up the store, he relaxes onto the stool behind the counter and drinks it lazily. It's sunny outside today, but he doubts that's going to mean much for business. They do okay, well enough to stay open, but he's usually not flooded with customers on a Monday. He helps a few elderly people and a few uni students before noon, and then goes to grab a sandwich. When he returns, he settles in for what he's sure will be a very normal, boring afternoon. That plan goes out the window when the bell above the door jingles and Sirius walks in. He has Harry strapped to his chest again, who seems very excited to be back. He claps and giggles when they walk in the door, and then starts bouncing a little bit in his harness. Sirius smiles and smooths a hand over Harry's head before looking up at the counter and positively lighting up when he catches sight of Remus standing there. Oh, good, you're in today, he says, sounding weirdly happy. We came by on Saturday, but you weren't here. Isn't that right, Harry? Harry nods importantly, and Remus would probably be stifling a laugh if he weren't, like, in shock. He almost feels like he's having some weird dream. After the way things had gone on Friday, about the last thing he expected was for Sirius to come back, let alone come back specifically looking for him and sounding happy to see him? You were looking for me? He asks a little hoarsely, but overall he sounds like a normal person, which he's quite pleased about. Why? Book! exclaims Harry. Book, Sirius says to him patiently, with a K, mate. Book? Remus repeats, addressing the question to Harry. Is there something I can help you guys find? Harry giggles and looks up at Sirius, whose cheeks seem to have turned a bit pink. He brushes a stray strand of hair behind his ear and gives Remus a smile that just about makes him keel over right then and there. It's just, I noticed when we were here the other day that you were putting away books on a shelf labeled World Cultures, Sirius says, and I was wondering if you happened to notice any books on Hinduism? I would have asked the woman who was here on Saturday about it, but I felt bad making her climb the stairs, and I don't know, I figured you might know offhand, or something. If Remus is being honest, he can't remember what any of the books he'd shelved on Friday had been about. He'd been a little bit distracted. He bites his lip and thinks for a minute, but comes up empty-handed. I don't know off the top of my head, he admits, but I can come upstairs and help you look. We have a religion section up there as well. Brilliant, says Sirius with another glittering smile and Remus ducks his head to, with any luck, hide his blush. He makes sure to go up the stairs first. Bad, bad things are going to happen if he has to go up the stairs behind Sirius and he leads him over to the world culture's shelf. The religion shelf is just one over so he goes to look there. He finds a couple of books about Hinduism and one about South Asian religions more generally, but has to admit the selection is sparse. Their religion section isn't that big in the first place. Sirius doesn't seem to be having much more luck. He's pulled a few books about India off the shelf and is looking slightly intimidated. Can I ask if there's something specific you're looking for? Remus asks eventually, turning to look at Sirius full on for the first time since they got upstairs. "'Cause there is stuff here, obviously, but depending what you need, this stuff is either gonna be great or useless. Um, serious drugs helplessly. Practical stuff, I guess? Practical stuff,' Remus repeats. "'Okay, um, I'm not sure if any of these books will have practical stuff, but we can check. I mean, if you don't mind sitting on the floor.'" Sirius plonks himself down onto the floor without missing a beat and Remus lets out a high-pitched giggle which he tries to mask by clearing his throat. Sirius seems to be biting back a smile so it probably didn't work but Remus barrels past that determinedly. He's doing a pretty great job of not melting into a puddle of deeply embarrassed goo this time around. He's not going to give up now. They're sitting there, going through the books mostly in silence. Harry is making a lot of baby noises, but seems largely content for about twenty minutes before Sirius speaks. "What's your name, by the way?" Remus blinks a few more times and looks up at him. "Me?" er huh." Remus. Sirius laughs, which is exactly as delightful a sound as Remus expected. Uh, awesome. So I'm not the only one of us with a weird name. Usually when I meet someone, it's like, hi, my name is Sirius. What's yours? And they're like, it's Ben or something. Tell me about it, Remus says emphatically. I went by my middle name when I was a kid for a few years and everything. John. But then I got into classics. He does not understand how he's gone from barely being able to talk around this guy to rambling pointlessly at him, but he supposes it would be too much to ask for for him to be calm and collected around someone who is so painfully out of his league. Uh, John doesn't suit you anyway, Sirius declares. Remus is much better. Oh god, Remus is going to melt into a puddle after all. <sighs> Thanks, I think he manages. He's spared from embarrassing himself any further by Harry, who suddenly starts squirming around in his harness, reaching out for the book that Sirius has just picked up. Lookin', he exclaims excitedly, pointing at the book's cover. Look, lookin'! Sirius looks down, a little bit surprised. He sets the book down and starts fiddling with the buckles on the harness. As soon as he sets Harry down on the floor, Harry touches his hands gently to the feet of the statue on the book and hums, hmm, wake up, uh," he says, beaming up at Sirius, and Sirius immediately gets this odd, pained look on his face. He looks away and takes a deep breath, and Remus suddenly feels as though he's intruding on something. But the moment passes quickly, Sirius smiles at Harry, although in Remus's admittedly uninformed opinion… It looks kind of forced, and tickles his sides briefly. Yeah, he says softly, just like Appa. He picks up the book again, Hinduism in South India, and flips through it for a moment and then looks up at Remus. We'll take this one, I think. Remus feels weirdly disappointed, and he kind of wants to kick himself. This guy's not here to spend time with him, a stranger who can't act like a normal person in his presence. He's here to get a book. He gives himself a shake and hauls himself to his feet. I can take it downstairs for you and ring it up while you get your carrier sorted out, he offers, and Sirius nods gratefully. When he comes downstairs a few minutes after Remus, he's smiling properly again. So I'll see you around, Remus. He says after he's paid in a tone that Remus would almost call flirtatious if he didn't know better. Harry waves back happily from his carrier, and Remus waves back. Unlike the last time, after they leave, Remus finds himself hoping they'll need another book sometime soon.